From the Bristol Herald Courier, I'm Delina Matthews, and this is On the Record. This week, listen to Bristol, Tennessee reporter Luke Grass interview State Representative John Crawford and Senator John Lundberg about the upcoming legislative session. What you both said, where the governor's priority this year is probably going to be criminal justice reform. Can mm-hmm. you go in a little bit more detail about that? Well, we did some criminal justice reform last year, and I think moved the ball forward. I am hoping, candidly, uh, that some of his legislative package deals with uh, mental health and substance abuse, because we've obviously got a substance abuse problem. Um, I know he has been impassioned about those who have been incarcerated, so I expect part of that in education. So I expect some of that package will deal with uh, educating the folks who are going to come out because the majority of folks who are in prison or jail, 98% are going to come out and frankly they need to be educated and ready to go into some sort of career field uh, for themselves and for the state as well. So I think that'll be a significant aspect of this package. Now you talked about the budget as a primary focus, but what are mm-hmm. some the legislative focuses you might have this year? One of mine, well, you want to start? No, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just, I feel no, like I'm monopolizing. No, go ahead. Don't mean to. Um, one of mine is, I think, very important. It's not a candidly sexy media story for you, but it's about judicial redistricting. And in our judicial districts across the state, we haven't redistricted judicially in 38 years, almost 40 years. And that's very important for access to justice and the timeliness for justice. That deals with how we uh, select and where our DAs come from, uh, our judges come from, our public defenders, uh, CASAs, court-appointed special advocates, and drug task forces. Uh, That is, to me, an important issue. And also to put in a mechanism so that every 10 years or so, we do redistricting much like we're going to go through redistricting in the next few years as well, legislatively by law, we have to do it every 10 years after the sentence. So that is one of the uh, initiatives I'll be working on, significant ones this year. Uh, just off the top of my head, a couple of things that I know that I'm, that I'm working on and hopefully we'll be able to uh, at least get into the committee system is um, one is the unlawful photography and uh, when uh, <laughs> when uh, we we've had a problem, and I was approached by not only the DA's conference but from local uh, law enforcement areas, and it just seems like we need to bring that uh, that statute up into the uh, into the current times because it was written, you know, before we had so many cell phones and the quality of cell phones and this kind of thing that we're having. And we've had a couple instances where, especially dealing with children, uh, being in the Walmart, shopping with their families or whatever, and then you get some guy out here who wants to take pictures of them and uh, in, in specific body parts and that kind of stuff. So uh, I'm looking at uh, maybe bringing that up to current. Uh, I'm also looking at some, some initiatives within the stalking law, and it goes back to exactly the same thing. It was written... Uh, before before we had a lot of the 
uh, equipment and the mentality of things going on. So we're wanting to make sure that uh, we bring that up and everything matches up to where our law enforcement and our DAs can prosecute properly and, and have um, some grounds to stand on within the law. Do you have an idea about how many bills you might plan to carry? Uh, well, my, my plan on, uh, my plan is, uh, being a chairman of the local government committee, I'm, uh, I have a lot of responsibility there and I have a lot of responsibility to my subcommittees. So the only bills I will carry will be ones that I feel are absolute necessary. Um, I think a lot of times we as legislature, legislators, and I include myself in this, think that we're not working hard enough or we're not doing our job unless we're creating law. And uh, you go out here and ask anybody on the street, they don't need more laws. We need to enforce the ones we got. So I don't plan on carrying anything that uh, is not absolutely necessary. I would echo that. I, in the House, there's a bill limit. I don't know if the new speaker is going to keep that. Fifteen, fifteen bills per uh, member, and if you are a chairman, you get an extra five, so twenty. So, as far as how many bills I will carry, um, you know this, but it goes back to kind of third grade civics of uh, for a bill to become law, it has to be filed in the House and it has to be filed in the Senate, and the Senate has no limit on the number of bills, but lots of representatives will come to uh, to us. So I could carry ideally I'd like to carry very few but my expectation is it'll be in the uh, 50 or 60 I have uh, John representative Hill representative Holtzclaw representative Halsey uh, obviously and we all work together very very well and Senator Lundberg could you go into a little bit more detail about uh, your plans with redistricting and that Sure. Um, it depends on how far you want to go into the weeds. Uh, we put together a task force a year ago comprised of DAs, public defenders, uh, trial court judges, and asked them to look across the state and realize that as far as what would change, if you look at Northeast Tennessee, I don't think much would change per se in district. Sullivan County is a judicial district. Washington County is. Um, but when you get further to Middle and West Tennessee, things change. And for folks who may be listening to this or, or reading what you're writing, we have districts that have, for example, Shelby County or Davidson County, our judicial districts. And obviously, those two districts have more than a million people in them. But we also have very small districts. Coffee County comes to mind. And Coffee County has a population of 42,000. That's probably not the best resource allocation, allocation that we have. Um, so the plan will deal with not only that, and it's complex, and because we're dealing not just with geography and how many people are supported there, but we're also dealing with the weighted caseload study. How many cases a judge in Sullivan County or Hamilton County or Shelby County dealing with, or Rutherford County and across the state? So that is what we're looking at. And even geography, because in multi-county districts, where a judge may have to, if there's only one judge and they have to drive three hours to get to court and they can only do that once or twice a week. That's probably not the best use of time or providing uh, good and swift justice for folks. 
So those are the things that are on the table. Representative Crawford, can you go a bit more into detail about the uh, photography law of uh, what, that would entail, what that would entail, updating it? Um, basically, it, it's, it, it would come down to, uh, and we, we tried to address this uh, a couple of years ago. We made some changes within the law, but it just didn't go far enough uh, to be able to give real solid grounds to prosecute, uh, especially, again, in the children's area. And so uh, basically what it will do is entail me sitting down with the chairman of, of the judicial committee, the DA's conference, uh, local law enforcement, probably the sheriff's association, and us just going through it line by line and, and making the necessary changes to, uh, to make it a little bit more easy to prosecute and to hold. I don't entail us changing anything as far as um, sentencing or, or any of that time-wise. This will be basically just to bring us into the current uh, environment that we live in with uh, cell phones and those type things. Okay, and so you don't really know what the new guidelines will be used to, to work those out? Not yet, not yet. Okay, and how optimistic are you both about the upcoming session? I'm very optimistic. I Absolutely. think it'll be a, a very good one. You know, we're, we, we are going into it in a really solid position. And I don't say this in just a political, <coughs> political way, but financially, if you look at the strength of Tennessee, we're in such a strong position. And so many other legislators are going into, into their various capitals right now, going, how are we going to make up with this budget deficit or whatever? We're not going into that situation at all. And frankly, you know, I think both of our main concerns is making certain that we maintain this very fiscally conservative and solid approach and keep on that track. It has worked really, uh, really well uh, for Tennesseans. So, you know, for example, taxes, because we'll take the uh, whole income tax. We'll probably take another 25% uh, out of that, and by 21, that'll go away. So we have a, over the last decade, we've cut taxes a great deal across Tennessee. And that's why folks are moving here. Whether it's businesses, they're moving here personally, they're expanding businesses. Uh, we've done a lot of good good things. And Tennessee seems to be always ranked in the, you know, the top five anyway in um, being able to do business, uh, moving into the state to do business. So we have a, uh, and, and that makes a difference too when you've got representatives and senators like ourselves who have small businesses, we, we get it. You know, we understand what it takes uh, for small businesses to be able to operate and not put so many restrictions on them. So uh, that's one of the reasons that we have the climate in Tennessee that we do. And a lot of our jobs is just to make, make, make sure that we're maintaining that type of environment and uh, keep Tennessee first. Um, we have a new speaker this year, so it's gonna be, right now we, we don't know exactly uh, which way he leans or what, you know, which direction his priorities will be in, but we will find that out pretty quick. Cameron has served uh, a long time in the legislature, so we feel like we, uh, 
we know, but uh, until we actually go into session, you just never know. And again, as I mentioned before, we have a governor and, and his staff that he's put together. This is really their first year of being able to do everything within their own. So uh, it should be a good session. It should be an exciting session. Um, but I think it will be one that is really focused on making Tennessee better, uh, not just financially, but making us better as a state. So uh, hopefully uh, a lot of the other representatives and senators are, are at the same place we are, and that's just to uh, work hard for our districts and to make sure that we're doing our job. I mean, we answer to the people, and so it's very important to us that we listen and that we're out in the community getting that information back and taking it to Nashville and representing our area. You know, what works great for Memphis or, or Nashville doesn't always work for Bristol or Mountain City or some of the other areas. So a lot of our job is to just take the things that's going on and um, break them down and see how it's going to affect us and our locals. And um, that's our job to work with the locals and, and to represent our area, make sure what we're doing is good for our area and the state. On the Record is made possible by David Cricker, Delana Matthews, David McGee, Nate Hubbard, and Tim Hayes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.